Welcome back to Brose All Day. A Bachelor Recap podcast where we dive into each episode and highlight its most iconic moments. Cringe with us while we love to hate The Bachelor. I'm Abby. And I'm Nick. What are you doing? <laughs> I thought that this was an exceptionally good episode. I agree with that statement. Because every episode standalone has already been better than Matt's entire season. <laughs> and I think that deserves an award. Nothing. Is there a Grammy for There's that? There's no acting, Greg. There's no acting going on. Don't so. bring Greg into this. We don't know anything for sure yet. I'm so... I found out today during this episode that Greg is an actor, and that has made me question everything that's happened <laughs> thus far, because I cannot confirm or deny if Greg is a good person, and I'm The thing depressed. that's us about it is that his profession is acting, but he says marketing sales rep because she didn't want... He didn't want her to know. He oh, really? An actor. That's why it's sus to people, but I don't I don't know if that's actually going to become, like, a point of conflict. People are just speculating. Anyways, that has nothing to do with the episode. Um, energy's good in the house, now that Thomas is gone. Good vibes. They're very proud of themselves. <laughs> they <laughs> all... They only took on the villain. They're like, yeah, yeah we did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. Is that not from Dora? That is from Dora. We did it. We, <laughs> we did, did it. Um, but okay, I think it's funny. The energy's good. For like two seconds. But little did I know Ooh. that Blake is here. I feel like whenever you're in that little kind of communal room and you see the host walk in, you just know something's Something's wrong. about to go down. Without yeah. a doubt. And Taisha reveals that someone is here and they start... The energy goes so far south. It is so... So much lower than before. But They're like speculating. They're like, ooh. And then in walks, as as Aaron so beautifully puts it, Blake. I know. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Blake walks in, and then Aaron literally just goes, Blake. <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> Nothing else. Um, and it makes it worse because the day Blake card comes in, and it says, Blake. Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make up for lost time. Talk about yikes with a capital Y. And that he is says so... what he says the classic catchphrase. He's like, "I'm not here for these guys. I'm here for Katie." I, I'm here I for Katie. Can, yeah, I know. So I much. That I'm too. here for Katie. Talk today, mostly just by him and Hunter, but still. <laughs> I think it's so messed up though that they kind of make all the guys say something when they receive a date card because that just puts him on the spot. Mm-hmm. He's wearing his classic bomber jacket, which yeah. you don't like, right? He's feeling mad confident in that shit. I don't know if I would ever feel good wearing a bomber jacket. Are you just mad because you can't pull it off? You don't yes. have the muscles for don't that? Don't talk about it. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, Katie walks in and sees him and she's like, oh. She, I bet you she could feel how tense it is in that room. They kind of like, she opens up the floor for kind of like a feeling session. <laughs> Round two. Which, why would you do that? That doesn't really make sense to me. How are you feeling with this new guy who you've never met before? Who I'm choosing on a date over all of you. Good? You, feel, you feeling good? Feeling like, <laughs> how likely are you to recommend me to a friend? Out of five. <laughs> One being not likely, five being extremely likely. Yeah, they're not happy. But then they just leave, so it's fine. And they go horseback riding. Which begs the question, is or was Katie a horse girl? Because I did not get that vibe going into it, but she looked so <laughs> natural up there, I was extremely concerned. I think the amount of flannel that she owns is concerning and is very <laughs> horse girl, but I don't, I don't, I'm going to say no. I don't think that she uh, Yeah, I'm leaning more towards no, but it is a red flag in my books. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind as I continue to watch this season. Oh my gosh. 
they they're very conversational with each other, but they don't really. They kind of just kind of scratch the surface during that part of the date. But mm-hmm. then the dinner portion of the date comes. And first, before we dive into that, I love Katie's hair in the ponytail so much. Oops. Yeah, you love those hoodie rings. Um, but then Blake asks Katie all about her like sex positivity. But the thing is, he asks so pointed of a question, I feel like he already knew the answer. How could he have known? I don't know, but the way he asked it, he was like, well, was there an event? Like, just to say that makes me think that he, he already... He said that? He said that. Like, oh, I didn't catch that. He's like, is there something that happened that made you, like, this way? And to me, that just, like, made it sound like he knew what he was asking and well, wanted to lead the conversation in a certain, like, more sensitive right. way so she feels closer to him. So, right before this scene, they did put up a trigger warning. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if it was a producer-fed question. Because they, exactly, exactly. But because they talked about Katie's, the thing that ended up happening in earlier episodes, and they did not put that trigger warning mm-hmm. up. So I wonder if it was their way of addressing it in, like, a official way. But essentially, Katie says that she was in a situation where there was non-consent, and that it affected her for a really long time, which was just so heartbreaking to hear. But, um, I said this last time, but I do, like, think that it's really awesome that Bachelor producers are giving her that platform to kind of, like, tell that story, just because I think that in the past they've done a lot of censoring, and they didn't make it, like, weird, and so good on them for that. And then she gives him the rose. Which is good. Which is not good. Oh, right, you don't like him. I think he's fine so far. He hasn't done, to me, not done anything to make me not like him. He's not my favorite, though. To me, Blake is the guy who just has, like, memorized, or maybe just even comes up with, like, fake, deep quotes and just fake, deep stuff in general to make himself sound more woke or more whatever. And it just seems so ingenuine to me, which, like, everybody else on the show is just, like... Really? For the most part, seems fine. Okay. I don't know, Abby, maybe it's inside. I should just say all the right things. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no. No, I wouldn't say that he's my type. He's gleaming, though. And then she leads him to cute Bachelor token private concert. With Lane. With Lane. With Lane. Did you think that they... I thought it was so fitting that it was country music. They just looked so country in that moment. Like, very American. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Katie could have thrown out a flannel. Nothing would have changed. That's true. That's true. Um, and then the next day comes. It's the group date. And Nick. They pull up in their freaking party. Why do they show up in the party bus? I think they're just bachelor juice money. <laughs> like, budget wise, they couldn't afford a limo. They're like, ah, okay, throw the kids in the party bus. That is so funny to me. I cannot believe that they did that, but it was, but I thought it was. Hunter like ran out also like immediately when the door opened. It makes me think he was like waiting behind <laughs> the doors and they started open and he just bolted, bolted out to Katie. <laughs> That's so funny. He's a zoomer. Well, Katie says that she's brought some pros. And it's Wells Adams and another guy. I do not know either of these people, but cool. Wells Adams, I love. He's like the Bachelor of Paradise bartender, and he's he's either engaged or married to Sarah Highland. And then they're in, like, these athletic uniforms, but they immediately change into these yellow tuxes, and they're so fun. Oh, the two guys? Yeah. I like them because it's like American Ninja Warrior. You know, they sit behind the desk and, like, watch people do stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's that type of vibe. It's like... Or, like, wipe out when they just, like, sit in their box. Exactly, yeah. Like that, yeah. So funny. But all the guys come out in these, like, little skimpy outfits. Which is so funny because some of them are, like, like Aaron is super, super jacked. And then, like, like Michael are just, like, normal dad bods. Yeah. And it's so funny to see them two together. Plus, they're not playing, like, they're playing a combination 
like rugby, basketball, football vibe. And Hunter very quickly becomes the one who singled out as the most aggressive, like all the tackles and stuff. Like, why was he doing that? Yeah. Like, in his mind, why do you think he had to do that to like prove to Katie? This is what always happens though. They have these group dates where they're like physically fighting each other and then someone always gets hurt. And then she's like, I'm going to call it. This isn't safe. And it's like, well, what did you expect? Like, literally, what did you expect? But Michael A. gets pummeled. And did you see his neck, like, snap yeah, back? Yeah, he went, like, right it into the ground. It looked painful. And he's, like, down, down. Like, he's not moving. I think also that might have been over, overplayed a little bit, too. Like, it was probably, like, a big hit. And he yeah. could have gotten up. And they were like, just, like, stay down for a sec. And, like, we're working right to come to you. <laughs> That's true. At the end of it, though, everyone's invited to the dinner party, which I thought was nice of Katie, because, mm. like, they all kind of went through that. Yeah. That was terrible. So then they go to the dinner portion of the date. I thought all the conversations were pretty standard, except Connor sings her a song. What did you think about that? To sing a song to a girl one-on-one is a, such a bold move, and I do not think I would ever do that. But I do think there's some girls who'd be appreciative of that. I also don't think Katie's one of those girls. I think she was just into it, like, because of the cameras and stuff. She was, like, tearing up, though. Did you see? She was like, I'm tearing up. That was so sweet. It was fake. I think that's an ick. Acting. If there was a guy who sang to me on a ukulele one-on-one, I'd be like, this isn't going to work. You're not Sully. It's not me. It's you. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought that his lyrics were very sweet, though. I was like, okay. Okay, Connor. I don't like when people say happy birthday to me. So like, I also don't like when people say happy birthday to so me. Like, this is just like another level up from that one person. No way. Yeah, very true. Um, and again, Hunter is getting the villain edit, and everyone's kind of talking about how they're very sus of him. He's like being a villain, though. He's like, Katie shall be mine. He has that Carl mentality where he's like, I'm going to win this game. She's like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, he did. He did talk a lot like Carl. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't like that. But Michael, okay, have you noticed that all the guys are kind of starting to become friends? Yeah, Michael, oh not Michael, Greg and Connor. So buds cute. of the year. <sighs> um, Michael is telling them about how the day before had been his since past wife's birthday and how it was really hard for him to be there away from his son. And Greg is like super touched by it. Mm-hmm. He starts crying like, so moved by it, and and he has, like, this talking head, and he says that he, it made him realize some big realizations, and he's respected Michael in a whole new light now, and, like, how he always has a smile on his face, and he goes to find Katie, because he's just, like, you can't take any time for for granted. He goes through all of that, and then he goes and has just a normal conversation A mediocre conversation. Like, nothing big, like, overblown, over the top, the show, everybody cares, because he's just, like... Hey, I almost think that he was below. waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost think that he was waiting for her to like validate him more. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think that he his her whole thing to him was like, I saw that you weren't really like enjoying yourself. You seem like you're kind of nervous now that you know things are picking up. And he was like, Yeah, like I don't know. This is really hard for me. And I think that he wanted her to be like, I really want you here, mm-hmm. which she does clearly. But yeah, I don't know. What did you think about Hunter getting the rose? Here's the thing with Hunter I don't understand is that he also mentioned that he has children, but has not mentioned to the group at all, only to Katie. So I don't understand if that's a thing to... I thought he mentioned it during their feeling circle. 
Oh yeah, but it's like not okay. It's not as big of a talked about thing as Michael's is. But I guess like his wife didn't pass away, is what maybe the difference is. Yeah, I think the difference is that Michael is raising his son on his own. Yeah. Okay. About Hunter getting the rose. I feel like that was fine, like because in their one on one moments, it's just it's just like in this bubble, right? She sees Hunter as this person. In the larger context, it's just like freaking Thomas again. Like, I was kind of shocked sucks. though. Like, didn't you? I didn't think his his conversation with her was that crazy. Like, he showed her some pictures of his of his kids. But compared to everybody else's, which all seems super lackluster, at least from the way it was shown. That's true, I guess. I don't know. I was just very, like, shocked. But, I don't know. You never know. Um, and now it's time for Andrew's one-on-one. This and was a weird one-on-one for me. It was a little odd. But she leads him in the dark through these, like, these lanterns, and then they're like, they go to this area. It's very dark, and she's like, three, two, one, and then like this whole like forest of, like Christmas lights comes up. And there's like envelopes hanging from the sky, and basically the activity is that he like lifts her up and she'll grab one, and then they answer the question on the envelope together. And there's one part where they like smash hearts, and there's like questions inside. What did you, did you think that was like fun, and did you think that was weird? Young life vibes. like No camp. way. No way. Not with the romantic parts, but with the, hey, buddy, let's do some activities. Oh, we, it like, <laughs> Search for these clues over here and talk about these questions that are going to randomly come up. It was just like camp counselor. Or yeah, camp no, some of the questions were a little bit campy. Like the make an animal impression one, that one was a little campy. I think the like deeper ones were in the, the smashed hearts yeah. section, which I thought were... We're good conversation as starters. As soon as Andrew did his wolf sound, I was like, he's not getting a rose on this date. What the heck? Uh, no way. I think she likes face, him. She went, like, she went, <laughs> like, she was not having that freaking wolf sound, but it got better. I thought it was sweet. Not yeah. that, but, like, I thought the questions later down the road were sweet mm. and, like, him talking about football and stuff. But then they go to this room and there's, like, these giant light-up balls. You, those are so cool. Who is running their freaking sets, man? I want to talk to that guy. <laughs> I want him to do our parties. Like, we need to step up our game. <laughs> what do you mean? Ours are like that all the time. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then the dinner portion of the day happens. He, It's a pretty standard conversation. Like, he talks about his, like, childhood trauma, which was, it makes you really like him. Exactly, yeah. That's like, why I think it got way better. Yeah. It makes you really like him. Like, I was like, wow, I really like Andrew. And then he takes it a step further by saying, like, but then there's more. And then they talk about the experiences of being, like, a black man dating a white woman. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was a really interesting conversation. Yeah. I wonder if that was... I think it's a good conversation to have, especially because that was, like, what Matt's season was centered around. Mm -hmm. It did feel a little bit, like, producer-planted. But I'm glad that they brought it up. In order to make it seem like like this show is just... On the right track. Okay. But I do, I am glad that they brought it up. Because yeah. I think if you're going to have someone bring it up, I think Andrew's like a good person to like bring it up with. Yeah. Because he's very, so. he's very smooth. But now I love Andrew. Okay. He might be top five for me now. And Greg? Still one. He's number one. And now it's time for the cocktail party the next day in lieu of the rose ceremony. And Hunter is very quickly, again, the talk of the town. Uh, yeah, shout out to, okay, shout out to James Bagley. He hasn't been doing that much, like, in the past, what, th- 
everything to do in that box. What is yeah. in the box made the biggest impact on the show, and then just like flew under the radar for four, three episodes, and then now he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna go do some stuff." He's kind of taking it upon himself to kind of be like Katie's drama hunter mm. advocate, and so, I I agree. I I think that he was good that he kind of nipped Hunter in the butt, but I feel like he. Is A, either going to go home soon, like in the next episode, or B, end up making it kind of far, which is why they, like, just played up his role in this episode. Oh, I feel maybe. like if he was going to be some passerby character, then they wouldn't have, like, included this moment. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's interesting. But that's pretty much, like, the only highlight of the cocktail section of it. Then they go into the rose ceremony, and then going into it, Andrew, Hunter, and Blake have roses. And then Katie gives roses... To Greg, Aaron, Michael A, Connor, James, Justin, Mike P, Brendan, and Trey. Which, Brendan, I was shocked about. Were you shocked that Brendan got one? The one that Ethan's... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Brendan, no offense, such a nice dude. Looks like the villains from Spy Kids 1. Like the, the fun people. <laughs> like he, he's, that is so... His, <laughs> his general shapeness is of that. Sorry, Brendan. I think you're a great guy. Also, yeah, like, I have not seen him talk to Katie except for, like, once, maybe, even? I know. I think there's no chemistry there. But, like, who else could have been left? Andrew? I think I've I've seen little snippets of her and Josh having really great conversations. Mm, I like Courtney. Yeah, I'm sad to see Courtney go. Courtney with a Q. They, he got, again, round of applause. Like, he was a good guy. But... Yeah, they literally, like, clapped for him on yeah. his way out. They That's all, they, so they all, like, recognized, this is in the house, like, who's a good person. And then they get sent home. It's just a huge bummer. Yeah. Yeah, so going home is Josh, Courtney, and Andrew. Very sad. But I thought that this wrapped up a good episode. Like, it was a good amount of drama, a good amount of romance, and a good amount of just Bachelor. It just set it up for Hunter, though, in the future. Like, he said it himself. He was like, I was aggressive, and it's worked. I'm going to keep being aggressive. And there's no way that's going to play out well. Yeah, I don't think so either, but that's the thing about The Bachelorette versus The Bachelor is that, like, the villains differ in the sense that some are motivated by like aggression versus like others emotion so mm-hmm. it's just like an interesting play out but I have a feeling that his time won't be I don't see him making it to the final like seven yeah me neither so we'll have to see how that plays out okay our friend just found out who wins so let's let's do our prediction who thinks gonna win like win the whole thing, win the whole thing. let's do okay I I want to say Greg I don't think it's going to be him, though. Okay. Because based on the promo that they had at the end of the episode, it seems like he gets really, like, really upset and, like, kind of breaks down. And I wonder if she sends him home. Mm-hmm. I bet you it's Blake. You think Blake wins? I Maybe. Whoa. I kind of want to put him up there. They really, like, hit it off. Oh, I don't want to say Blake, though. I really don't know. You know what? No. I'm going to say Greg. Team Greg all the way. No matter what. Well, you're wrong. It's not Greg. How do we, how do you know? It can't be Greg. He's too good. I want it to be Greg, though. I'm going to, who do you think? I think it's going to be Justin. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He's, like, been so relevant this whole season. If it's Justin, I will buy you dinner. Because that just seems so out of pocket that. Exactly. All right, let's shake on it. Loud handshake for the mic. <laughs> All right, guys. Everything's gonna be Greg. Wrong. It's gonna be Justin. Wrong. But and made tune, the best. Like, tune in seven weeks to find out. Who yeah, it's gonna be a while. But skip we'll the rest see. of the episodes. Like, listen to this and then just like wait a month and a half, <laughs> and then you find out what those who wins. Team Greg. 
Hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us for this episode. This pod has already been so fun, and so we hope to see you next week.